It's the old Doctor Who show, episode number 21, The Talons of Wang Chung. Chang. Go forward in all your beliefs and prove to me that I am not mistaken in mine. You couldn't control my mind before, and you certainly can't control it now. Would you like a joke, Debbie? The TARDIS, when working properly, is capable of many amazing things. Reverse the polarity of the neutron flow is the TARDIS will be free of the force field. Well, the TARDIS is more than a machine. It's a unity. It's a Resulting reaction is fighting. All right, it's the old Doctor Who show, the not-quite-monthly, not-quite-weekly, old-school, classic Doctor Who review show. I'm your host, Eric Grissom. And I'm your other host, Dan Johnson. And we are here to talk to you about Doctor Who. How are you, Dan? How have you been since our last audio uh, record up? Record up? That's, huh? what they, that's what they call it, <laughs> right? I mean, I, I printed that on all those t-shirts when I tried to go to that podcast convention uh, <laughs> behind the old bowling alley uh, with the sock man was there. Yep. I don't think that was a podcast uh, because... Uh, <laughs> he did record ne- it, though, right? Yeah, and I'll never be clean. Yeah. So it's, uh, yeah... So how are you? I'm doing better than you are, apparently. Yeah, I know. No. I uh, I don't know what we want to talk about, because I watched... This seems to be a running thing now with the last couple episodes of how far I'm getting into the Doctor Who Season 9 that you've purchased for me. Yep. And I'm done. I finished... Just as of last night, I watched the Christmas special. So what was what's your overall impression of this season? Uh, good. I mean, I, I really liked Season 9. I mean, oh, let me just say something here. I'm going to talk about, we're going to talk about it, so we're going to spoil Season 9. So if you haven't watched Season 9 of the new show, skip ahead. Um, right. I'm going to insert right now the time that you would go to. Hey friends, it's Future Eric. Skip to 1540. I don't want to ruin it for anyone because we have, you know, deaths of major characters Man, in it. So and, much happened. An introduction right. of new characters. Yes. Uh, I mean complete new plot twists that oh man this was right as you can tell and i probably mentioned this before this is of season eight and nine for the for uh the current doctor this is my by far my favorite i think the writing is stronger the performances are better uh the overall generally the stories are really good but i'm i really like i've said before i really like the continuing thread uh mythology episodes and right and this season just had it throughout uh, in a way that you would get in the Moffat series with, like, you know, season three with the continuing story of Rose or or whatever. Yeah, it's just – or, sorry, it's season four. But, uh, all right, so. Yeah, I got you. I mean, I, again, at this point, I've already said the time that you should have skipped, so you, this is all – Yeah, I thought we were – You know, if you're hearing this, I'm ruining it. But, like, the death um, in Face the Raven of Clara's death. Yeah was perfect like it was anticlimactic which is felt so much more real anticlimactic meaning kind of kind of understated it wasn't like this big yeah like all i mean it was yes it was a fairly operatic moment there was there was was a lot of tension and all of that stuff but it wasn't she went out there and faced her death and and died it wasn't a huge battle or something like that it was it was perfect that was great, and they foreshadowed it pretty well throughout the season yeah, with her he, taking more and more risks and just being yeah, more he, like the doctor, re- reiterating, you know, he's got to protect her, and 
he doesn't want anything bad to happen to her and all this stuff. And you knew something bad was going to happen to her. Mm-hmm. And it would have been a great moment for the doctor to change, to realize that he can't help anyone. And it it was great. And then he undid everything at the end. Yeah. Which I which really, for me, I, I did not like that at all. I thought if he sort of had something really wonderful and kind of ruined it with a mind wipe at the end so now he does i mean how many times did he kill clara like we had the whole what was also an excellent death when she grew old right without him and she had all these adventures on her own and we saw her old in the bed yeah that right that well, was that last season yeah but when that was, was that that wasn't really real though no it became not real at the end like they went right back it was right. just another you know reboot of you know, to go back in time and that whole thing didn't happen. So it's like, it just felt like with, with her character, we were constantly made to, to see her die. Mm-hmm. And those, and there's no consequences at all, ever. It yeah. might as well not have, like, that, to me, if if he had gone, and I thought the prison episode, which was Heaven oh, Sent, God. was brilliant. Like, that was amazing. Like, Genius and, episode. And having someone deal with grief in that way, and that was great. Like, I just felt... If she had really died and she really had her moment and he had to deal with it, his character would be so much more interesting than now. His his mind is wiped and she's flying around in a diner. She doesn't even die at the end. I mean, she just go, she's going to take the long way around. It just right. felt like all this great buildup and, and all this great story. And then it was just, again, okay, you know, nothing's changed. Yeah. Yeah. To me, that that felt that fell flat because, and again, I, I just feel like I can't. That you would probably know more. How many times did they did she die, or she almost died, or this is the end of of Clara? Well, I don't I don't know the number of times, but what I what I think kind of happened here. I kind of wonder how much of this is is the meta story. There was so much speculation in the real world about uh, her actually leaving the show. So I feel like over the past, you know. Last season especially, but the season before, even with you know, her being old and in the beta, I think it felt like they were just playing with the audience in a way. Like, everyone knows that she's going to be leaving soon, so let's just keep teasing it and make it, you know, false starts and just kind of mess with everybody. Um, so I feel like they were kind of doing that a bit, which they shouldn't have or didn't need to do. Um, but I feel and that, that yeah, I, her, her death, I mean, in the episode of Face of the Raven, when she actually died, I was literally moved like i really yeah i agree i was also it, it was we were moved so, together yeah a couple sideways couple fellas, a little bit. like yeah, two steps to the left fellas moving around she she played it so well uh i mean her the death scene itself was just so wonderful uh his reaction to it leading into uh the prison episode which is constructed beautifully yeah, that, from that the was... first second of that the whole way through until you see how the loop is working and and that he was telling himself how to do this and, you know, four billion years or whatever it was of punching through the diamond. Like, that was mm-hmm. just – that expression of grief was so profound. And then it reveals itself that he's on Gallifrey. Like, every single moment of that was, it was, great. was so yeah. perfect. And then the next episode starts off great until he decides, well, you know what? The rules don't apply to me and I'm going to go. And which was Which was already dealt with that idea that – he can do whatever he wants because he, you know, he's the doctor. It previously, right. the, you know, Tenet's character had dealt with that. He's the oncoming storm. He's the last Time Lord. The rules don't apply to him. He can do whatever he wants, and he went too far. 
that he's he's done yeah. this before. Like it's the uh, same right. thing. So it's not so much to me that uh, there's there's no consequence to what had happened, which is completely right, but, fair but, and valid. Yes, that bothers me. But, but what also bo- bothers like, me more like, is that they're retreading yeah. the same ground. Yes, but but as a character, there's no like growth in him. Like if he had actually had to deal with the fact that he couldn't save her, no matter yep. what he did, and then she chose to die and have to respect her as a person to make her own choice that I want to die, I want this history to be real. Yep. That scene was great. Yep. Like, and then it was like, okay, if he if he lets her die, and I understand that's very heavy. It's you know she's well, they still did it though. I mean, it's very they, heavy, and they did it for right. A week. <laughs> like, she yeah, was dead it's, for it's, a week. It just felt like, wow, this would be just like the thing that I liked so much about Russell T. Davies when they, when they season one, that whole, you know, 2005 reboot. Mm-hmm. He's got the weight of the time war on his shoulders. He's got the deaths of all those people on his heart. Yep. And he's dealing with that. And so the doctor in season 10 having to deal with all the stuff that happened with Clara would be, for me, would be much. A very interesting point to take the character from there. Verse, I think I kind of remember this girl, but maybe not. Like, I don't know. It, it, actually, it, you're right. It, it might have been more interesting. You could have, they could have actually had their cake and eat it too. If his mind wipe was only that he brought her back, that he remembers her and thinks she's dead, that would be more, much more interesting because you can actually, he could still have that grief, that grieving. And right, we don't actually around. have to kill the character, which I yeah. guess I don't. I don't know where the decision came from to actually not kill her. I'm was assuming it's... because they're going to bring her back at some for uh, anniversary special oh. or whatever. You know, she could come back at any moment if they so choose. So you think it's more for the opportunity to write her, continue her story in the show than it is that? Oh my gosh, we actually killed a companion, and that's yeah. Because be they killed... for... have they? Yeah, who they killed? They? They've. Um, I'm trying to think. I guess they didn't. Uh... Rory and um, that that whole where they jumping off the that 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 ended up not being real, not, right? Or I don't even remember what the somebody died. What, Angels in New York. I mean, they just yeah, go that, they they end up in the past. Rory and Amy end right, up in the past, right? But I'm, I guess you're right. Dead. I'm trying to think. Rose if anyone... doesn't actually die; she goes to another universe. Uh, classic Who companions. I don't know, but I don't think so. Right. I would be shocked, but I I, we, I mean we're going through the series. We'll find out, but yeah. um. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, so for I, whatever I just reason, know that, it just. But if it is that they just want to keep, you know, the character around so they can bring her back, maybe um, that feels. I don't know. I, I'm I'm kind of split on how I feel about that. Re- I, it, to me, it was like they were setting up. They could at any point within, uh, you know, fiction, audio right. play, all that stuff. Those two characters can now be written as having adventures in their flying diner. So exactly. Well, you forever. said this, So you said those two characters. What did you think of me? Oh, I liked me. I mean, yeah. I, I was, I was, uh, I thought that was interesting, and and there, are, you know, her being at the end, you know, at the end of the the universe, waiting for him. Um, and I thought it was very interesting that she's she's kept alive, but she's still human. So she has like the the impairment oh. of not being able to remember everything and having to write it all down. I thought was so cool. That was brilliant. Yeah, because so cool. I, you, I've seen so many times people living forever and. And playing on that all idea, but the fact that the human brain's just not designed for that kind of memory, and she can't remember all of these things, and yep. she's filling up, and and that I thought was really cool. I'm sure other people have done that, but that was really the first time I've I remember that being explored. Yeah, yeah. So she, you know, that was she just cool. loses her identity because she's been living so long, so she's not a shielder that she was born as, and she's yeah. I thought that was yeah. That she was can't even really cool. remember her family. Like mm-hmm. it's all, 
not just because as a person she's not the same person, although that's certainly going on yeah. thematically. But physically, like, her brain just not capable yeah. of remembering all those details. I love that moment at the end of the – whatever the name of the episode is, when she when the doctor gives her that and she ends up living forever. They do the, the circle. The camera goes around her and you see, like, the – the stars moving, time passing, yeah. and she starts off smiling and wonder, like, oh, my God, this is amazing. I'm living – and as the camera comes back around to her face again, that reveal of, like – Yeah, it's Oh, not... it was – that was so solid, and it was just no, done in her expression. It was – It was a great season. I mean, yeah. the Under the Lake storyline um, was also very cool, which is what yeah. – You know, right before The Woman Who Lived uh, – the, was it the woman who died? The girl who died. The girl who died. The woman who lived. Yeah, so you've mentioned this yeah. about the, the titles of these stories. <laughs> Jeez. Right. It's just so confused. What it is, it ends up being confusing. Like, I can't actually keep them straight. Yeah, when you start to remember, like, which one oh, is the... right. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I can I can ease, more easily remember Russell T. Davies' episode names because they kind of apply to it, where these are just, like, the generic pronoun who thing. It's <laughs> this, too much. Yeah, in this season, season nine, is... Every episode a two-parter? No, but there were there were more two-parters than there were in anything else. Yeah, I, um, let me look. So we have uh, Magician's Apprentice, which is familiar. That's a paired yep. story. Under the Lake Before the Flood is a yep. paired story. Girl Who Died, Woman Who Lived is a paired story. Yep. Zygon Invasion, Zygon Inversion is yep. a paired story. Sleep No More and Face the Raven aren't, right? I don't think there was... Sleep No More was the Morpheus machine, right? Where the... the oh, right. The sort of the, the Sandman... Yep. That was not connected to Face the Raven, was it? No. No, Face the Raven, I think, was totally separate. Yeah. That's the only the only two episodes. Because Hellbent, Heaven Sent, was, yep. or Heaven Sent, Hellbent was the next pair. Yeah. Interesting. Have they ever really done I, that no, before? No, no. Not that I can think of. I mean, there's there's usually a two-parter in every series. That, But in, that, in, in the beginning of the reboot, that tended to be the, the last two episodes of the, series, of the season. Yeah. So, yeah, this is very unusual. I mean, there's others, you know. Um, no, I, I don't. I can't think of any others that really did more than maybe two two parters. Um, the Tenet episodes, uh, Family of Blood, uh, the one where he he puts yeah, his yeah, map. Yeah. Yeah, that, that uh, was a two part, and it wasn't a season. Human finale. nature, human nature, human and family, nature of blood, family of Blood. Yeah, uh, which is one of my favorite episodes. Um, yeah, a a two parter, but not uh, a season finale. And then I think maybe the season did end with. Anyway, I'm a yeah, big I fan know, of it. I, I I like the two-parter yeah, thing yeah uh, especially when they're more connected then sometimes it's like the only thing connecting them is just the end and then it's just this whole separate episode but it's also connected right those moments um, where it's like some other writer wrote the whole thing and then whoever it is moffat or uh davies came in and like well we gotta put this five minutes in right yeah um but all in all i think uh yeah i'm great. really happy one of the one of my uh favorite seasons of the new of the new run yeah and uh the christmas special i thought was was great Oh, absolutely. Also, also mining the same uh, death and, this per- you know, this person's going to die. But guess what? There's 24 years left in this night right. thing. You know, you had that. Sort yeah. Of you kind of get a again. little dodge in it as well. But yeah. Uh, but you got Matt Lucas in that from Little Britain, who's always funny. He Do you know terrific. who that is? Yeah, that was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's great. awesome. I mean, you can't uh, you can't not recognize him as soon as you see him on the screen. I was like, "Oh my god, this is great!" Right. Yeah, he's he's fantastic. And then you have like I I felt like Peter Capaldi uh, was sounding to me for some reason like Larry David when he was doing his version of like it's bigger on the inside. Oh like, man, that was so whole... much fun! Yeah, that, that he finally that, that. got to do it. This is how you do it right. <laughs> it's so right. great. Um, that's it. Do you have anything else uh, 
Do you want to talk about Space Cruises? I'll no. Space Cruises. I think that's it for season nine. Did you want to talk about the streaming nightmare? Yeah, so this is the point where happening? people who uh, who uh, didn't want spoilers can come back in. But so yeah. so I've uh, I've been scanning the news. I set up a Google News alert trying to see if anything, any more information is coming out about uh, streaming services for Doctor Who. So the latest that we saw was a sideways sort of announcement from Amazon Prime that they were going to have Doctor Who. Uh, that news kind of broke from a preview a video tw- showing here's the stuff that's coming in March, and in that was some Doctor Who. Right, and snippets. also in their tweet, like someone running the Amazon mm-hmm. Prime streaming, whatever, what is it, Amazon Video, whatever their yeah. account said, hey, what are you going to watch in March? Hashtag Doctor Who. Right. So, DR so Who instead of D-O-C-T-O-R Who. Yeah, so I don't trust yeah. them to begin with. So I hunted them. Um, so that so that happened, then they kind of retracted it. Uh, but everything we see only points to reboot season, seasons one yeah. through eight. Um, so not the current season of the new series, obviously, and no classic who. There is no mention of classic who anywhere. Which seems very strange, um, because the whole reason that Amazon pulled out in the beginning was they all, were only interested in exclusive content. Right. Right? And because Netflix and Hulu were also going to carry Doctor Who, they didn't want to carry Doctor Who unless they were going to be the exclusive carrier of Who here. Mm-hmm. Now this happened, so maybe they did come to an, an agreement or an arrangement, and they are going to be exclusive carrier of Who, but why wouldn't they get Classic Who unless the BBC was also doing a streaming service, which people have hinted at? In which case they wouldn't have new Who, but they would only have old Who. You would think they would have all Who. I don't know if that's necessarily true because like a lot of these streaming services, it's different from region to region. So they may be the exclusive U.S. distributor, blah, 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 blah. It may be different between here and and, uh Right. My point is like like them having the new series and not having the old series. Would that mean BBC would just not not stream the old series at all? What I'm saying is maybe Amazon – well, because we don't know if the BBC new streaming service, which is more than a rumor, like it's pretty much confirmed they're doing it. We just don't know what it is. But the, it may yes, be, but it may be region that, locked still. Right. On so, that point, though, where you say we know they're doing it, I did see something where the BBC's comment said part had the word partner in it. Right. Right. So their new U.S. streaming service could just be Amazon Prime. And Amazon Prime could end up with everything. That would be amazing. I mean, there's yeah. there's nothing saying that they're not getting classic Who. They're just not saying that they are. So if there's right. no. There's and no... I, I didn't see the video. Did you see the video or wherever the the thing was? I only saw the tweet, and I saw the yeah. tweet just said Doctor Who. But I, again, I, only I saw, saw the tweet in like well. Nerdist or something. Yeah. Said only mention of season. You know the new stuff. One through season, eight. Yeah, one through eight. Yeah. So there's still hope. Uh, what does that mean for us, guys? So uh, well, uh, we got a suggestion. Actually, I guess I'm going to read this now instead of at the end. Yeah, no, I think we should. Uh, Tim B wrote in, and he uh, basically recommend he had two good recommendations. The yep. first of which is to go to your library, which is something I probably should have thought of because I love the library and I used to get DVDs and stuff from the library. Also. Yeah, it didn't even occur to me to do that. My library doesn't have it. None of the libraries around me have it. I'm sure if I went there. And said, I want you to bring this in from somewhere. They yeah, they'll do that. Too. A lot of libraries, well, I think all libraries will do that. Sure. His second suggestion was just do Netflix. And I for, I just totally forgot about the whole DVD part of Netflix. And it's $5. What I did was $5 a month. I get two movies out a month or two discs out a month. Mm-hmm. So that's fine. I mean, we do it this every three weeks. So I signed up for that. That's yeah. how I watched so, Talons. The thing is. 
the original idea of the show was let's watch Classic Who on the streaming services because, you know, between the three different streaming services, most people have access to some of the stuff. So we can review the highlight, you know, fan favorite, critically best episodes. So now we're kind of shifting the whole focus of it. I watched uh, this current episode by buying it yeah. on iTunes. Uh, Technically same as I did last probably week. streaming it. <laughs> you just paid to, Okay, uh, we were talking about subscription services, <laughs> but that is a fair point. That's a right. fair solid point. Um so we could but go I back think to that. The, the we're not going to cancel. Is, I had had a Netflix disc disc right. subscription for it. about a decade. And the last like yeah. 2 years I hadn't used it at all. So I canceled it and then they freaking <laughs> remove everything off of Netflix. I I could go back to it again, I guess. Right. Um well, I also we'll I also got too. I also got the Hulu Prime commercial free because I couldn't I sit only... through the dang commercials while watching these six part episodes. That's and why I got like, Hulu. Forget it. Maybe yeah. I just don't That's even do why that. Why I got Hulu was for Doctor Who. It was like as soon as we started this thing, I was like, I just gonna get Hulu because they're all there. They were all. Um, there. But anyway, to, to to talk about the Amazon thing, that yep. was reflective of March first, right? So we should know in a couple days. Yep, we're when recording this, this goes now up. on the twenty eighth. So yeah, when this episode goes up. We should have some. Yeah, hopefully, we'll we have know. some information. Hopefully. What we can do is we'll just you know we can post onto the old Doctor Who Show dot com uh, the most current information. But let's say at this point we're definitely going forward with the next episode. Yes. Yes. All aboard. Yep. We're doing it. It's coming in the mail for me. I don't know how many copies of these things. Like, I probably can have the copy of the the Doctor Who. You thing have the one copy. If somebody's have. listening and they're like, ah, oh, when's he gonna? You know. So anyway, yeah, to your point, we are doing that. So the show's not going anywhere. Hopefully we can just say, hey, it's going to be on Amazon Prime, and I can cancel the $5 thing, and everyone will be great. That'd be amazing. All right, should we get into, because we're at uh, 22 minutes Let's do here. it. Uh, let's get into the talons. So hit your, hit yourself in the face. There it is. There we go. Here we go. the terms of our contract uh, we've been attracting such good houses lately i've already considered drawing up a fresh agreement the terms i have in mind as such i venture no other management in london would offer an artiste what would you say to an extra two percent mr chang of the gross naturally i think you'll agree that's fair now hear me jacob you remember the cab driver buller who came to see me tonight Cape Trap, yes? I want you to forget him. Understand? You did not see him. I did not see him. Good. Now you will go from here to your office. When you sit down at your desk, you will remember only that you have just said goodnight to Casey. Is that clear? I have just said goodnight to Casey. Excellent. Now... Go. It's the Talons of Wang Chiang, 1977. This is the sixth story, Dan, from season 14, written by everybody's favorite Robert Holmes, mm-hmm. directed by David Maloney. The Doctor and Leela visit Victorian London to see a show, because if you're going to go to Victorian London, London, that's what you're going to do. You're going to go see what uh, what's going on on the uh, stage. As mm-hmm. they arrive, they see men disposing of a body in what appears to be a rug. And they stumble upon a series of disappearances of young women that seem to be tied to Chang, a mysterious magician and mesmerist. 
and the tongue of the black scorpion, a cult who worships the ancient Chinese god Wang Chiang. That's basically it. And they yeah, uncovered yeah. it. It's very uh, Sherlock Holmes y, right down to the deer stalker that. Uh, Oh Tom boy, Hitler is it? Wears. Yeah, there's there's yeah. actually there's actually several references to Doctor uh to, to Doctor Holmes to Doctor Octopus. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so what do you think? What do you think of uh, the talons of Wang Chiang? Are you into white dudes dressed as uh, uh, Chinese people? Right, let's, with, we'll, uh, let's, can let's we just? For a I think you, you have, have to. to I think you have to talk is about that it? how that it's racist. And oh, not, it's the most it's, racist it's, Doctor Who I've ever seen. <laughs> We've covered some. Some slightly <laughs> racist episodes of Doctor Who. Some sl- somewhat unintentionally racist. This one seems purposefully racist. <laughs> Just... Yeah. Well, I, again, I I would say I don't think it's purpose. No, I'm purposefully I'm, I'm racist. Yeah, like, but you're told. I mean, yeah. I mean, they still do that now, where they're constantly casting white people to play, uh, you know, people of color. Of, oh, did you see now? The, uh, so, what? did you happen to see uh, 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 John Oliver's show this week? No. Okay. Well, it's just just appropriate because, yeah, uh, we're recording this uh, Oscars Day, but he does this uh, thing about Oscars So White and the the, how is this still a thing about that specifically. Um, Yeah. Yeah. White people being cast in. And and there's also every character that's Chinese in this is a villain. Like there aren't any, you know, they're, you know, and the, the way they talk about them is not always in the best light. That I have less of a but problem that, with only because yeah, I was gonna say of historic, the period. Right, I was going to say, historically, yes. that sort of works. And I think it doesn't strike me at all that uh, it's intentionally trying to be. It's just... Yeah, I mean, it's one thing to actually use the, the terms and uh, characterizations of the, that the white people had towards the, the Chinese in the episode because that's, that's accurate, I mean, perhaps of the time, but to not have any characters that were Chinese that were not either... Were, that were just not villains was that's weird. You could have had you, someone yeah. that was like, "Hey, no. you really had no characters that were Chinese other than I mean, you have uh, no just Chang, just Chang. He's really the only one that has any lines other than the guy that uh, suicides himself. Right. I don't even know if he says anything. Right? Does he? He pretty ah, much talks in Chinese. They have says, to get an interpreter. Ah, yeah, he does that. No, I don't. Uh, think he, he doesn't. Even, he doesn't speak Chinese. The doctor speaks Chinese. Does, and the guy doesn't yeah, reply. Yeah, to try to, to, but he to, try to talk to him. I don't think he even replies. Yeah, he just dies. Right, that's, that's why they get the uh, Chang to come in there as the interpreter. You've got Little little Pig Man. Yep. He's not. I mean, he's... Hang uh, on. He's got Who's a human little pig, pig brain. Do you know who played Little Pig Man? Sin? Yeah. No, who, who is it? Deep Roy. Really? It's Deep Roy. He's actually done several... Uh, he's done several... He's done two different characters in Classic Who. Yeah. Uh, Deep Roy, born Mohindra Purba, played Mr. Sin. I don't know. He's apparently timeless. Um, so for people listening, uh, Deep Roy, probably best known for the Star Trek reboots as Scotty's little uh, uh, friend, a uh, little alien guy. Also the Oompa you know Loompas in, uh, say, yeah. in uh, Tim Burton's redo Factory. of uh, – yeah. So that's Deep Roy. Which is amazing. He doesn't wow, do the he doesn't do the voice. Seven. He doesn't do the voice. Looking, Someone else does yeah, that. But he he's does. He's fifty eight now, and this is seventy seven. Wow, that's pretty. That's pretty interesting. Yeah, I didn't see that. So you saw that like on I saw it, uh, or something? No, I saw it as the credits were rolling. It's a deep roy. Really? I mean, that's a name that doesn't kind of slip by you pretty quickly. It's like, oh yeah. my god. So I checked it on IMDb. Checked it out on uh, the tardis.wiki.com, and there he's he is. My favorite. Like I. Amazing. Has he made a return to the show in some form, Mr. Sin? 
uh, uh, the Peking hum- hum- humunculus. humunculus. <laughs> he comes back apparently in oh, an audio best. play, audio play only, or a novelization, but de- not yeah. in the show. But yes, it does come um, back. But so anyway, yeah. So to 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 so I think we've. It's so this racist, is the main character, oh, God, which is so, frustrating because so this racist. is actually so good. Like I thought, this episode is so well written and yep. it's great. Great and even acting, though it's, great characters, yeah. uh, even supporting secondary characters. One are of the best. fantastic, but it is so racist. And if you notice that, so so they call it yellow face, which is already inherently racist term, but it's accurate because they actually did use yellow makeup. And prosthetics to, to yeah, make for, them for look the, Asian for the eyes. So and for the eyes, you you notice the the actor playing Chang, he can't blink. No, because he doesn't blink he the entire. I was watching him, and they they hold on him for you know a solid minute, and the guy doesn't blink, which is some serious acting right there. That's some dedication. But um, it's it's so freaking racist. So if it wasn't for that, uh, this would be a completely un unvarnished like best one of the best serials. But that was really, really hard. So beyond that, yeah, beyond that, it's just super well written. The um, as you mentioned, like the the cast is pretty great. Yeah, the personalities. There's like really nice character moments between um, Jago, Jago, right? That's his yep. name, yep. and Professor Lightfoot. Jago like and they, Lightfoot. Yep. Like, because Jago the whole time is like, you know, he's Donald Trump. He's talking himself up to to no end. Or, or kind he, of like a P.T. Barnum sort of. He, yes. He's the guy that runs this, and owns the But theater. he's a coward, right? So yes. he's telling like, don't, you know, when I get get going, you know, they're, they're not going to like me. And then there's a moment where he basically confesses and he's like, you know, he's like, I'm, I'm not. I want, just, he says, I want to be. I try to be, but I, I'm really yes. not. And that to which Lightfoot says, well, I don't think anyone is. Right. And But there is that moment where awesome he actually moment. does have a selfless heroic moment when they're pinned down and Doc, uh, Mr. Sin is shooting the laser beam from the dragon at them. Yeah, they're behind the cover. Does. He needs to create a distraction so Leela can go and grab the gun. He actually does it. He stands up and, and uh, right. he has his moment. He has his moment. So right. apparently those two characters were pretty popular and they end up going on through a bunch of uh, radio plays. As yeah. as Diego and Lightfoot, and they were going to have their own awesome. show. Did you see that? No, they were going to do yeah. a TV serial as well. Well, I don't know how far along it got, but during production, they were so popular, or they worked so well together, they yeah. entertained the idea of a spinoff yeah. of them, sort of solving crime or doing whatever in Victorian. Uh, so, the, so they did some audio play version of that, which is is cool. But the the yeah, with the, the actors too, right? Yeah, it was like yeah, the yeah. actual actors. The, the, yeah. the chemistry between the two is very good. I mean, from from the outset, uh, they were they were really interesting. Yeah, and um, this is all, this is also our first story with Leela, yeah. who has been brought. You know, after Sarah has left, now we get Leela. I did. I I don't think we saw. I haven't personally seen where she came from, but doing some research, she's yep. from a primitive world of some kind. And I think this is not. This is the end of the season she probably arrived on. Right. This is the last season of four of fourteen. La- last serial of fourteen. Yeah. Last serial. Se- I'm sorry. Of season fourteen. Yep. Hand of Fear was season 13, or was that early season 14? Oh, great question. Uh, was that the end of 13 or beginning of 14? I'm just trying to get a sense of yeah. how long it have, has a doctor and Leela been together. Not long. Not long. Okay. Yeah. So she was from a planet that had two warring factions. One was this primitive tribe, and this other was this technologically advanced tribe. She was an outcast from this primitive tribe. So throughout this entire episode, the doctor's trying to you know, educate her about you know what, what's going on around right. her so she's you know from the beginning they hear um 
a boat horn and she thinks that it's uh you know a monster or something so yes. so everything about her is just yeah you know, it's very much like the if anyone's seen the movie the film splash uh you it's know, exactly she, like yeah. splash but what the thing that's so great about it is is she's very smart like even yeah. though that she Cunning. doesn't understand these things she picks up on all these concepts very easily so it's not like uh like a she's a dumb caveman or something she just doesn't understand the stuff because she hasn't been exposed to it and then when right. she realizes that she she actually makes a great I like her so far as a as a companion. Here's the thing, though. Like, good with a knife. Yeah, she's gotta, great with a knife. She's great with that. the weapons. That's, the, that's what I was going to say. So, two things. She kills people in this. Yeah, she's straight up murder. She, she's straight up right murders. Yeah, she kills a guy with a blow dart. We don't, you know, no. I thought at first actually we didn't know that he died, but then it actually turns up that his body shows up later, so he does die. So she she straight up murders people. I don't know that other companions <laughs> have killed people. So Wait, hold hold on a second. I'm sorry to interrupt you. I was just going through the things. The epi- the serial before this is Robots of Death. Why aren't we doing that one? That's one of my favorite uh, Doctor Who's. I don't know. That one's wonderful. I think it might not have been available on a streaming service. So it was or it wasn't. It or wasn't in the list of because we looked at a bunch of lists of uh, fan favorite that's episodes. Got, that's got to be in oh, the well, list. That one's. I don't awesome. know. You screwed I'm up. Sorry. Sorry to to, uh, to to derail us. No, I think that was not available on Amazon, Netflix, or Hulu at the time that we. Decided. And at the time, that was our whole yep. our whole thing. Anyway, so, go on. I'm, so I'm Leela does kill um, an, a would be assassin, the guy that was going to uh, kill the doctor from behind. So I mean, she's killing people, but it's not just like she's willy nilly murdering. Um, from behind the scenes, though, it was uh, Tom Baker's um, opinion that this character was too violent. Um, yeah. because she does actually, you know, resort to, she's, she's a warrior. This is where she comes from. But he, he right. thought that and she, she was eats, too she violent. Eats chicken like a champ. Like she'll just eat the whole bird. The whole thing. Just pick it, pick it up right pick up. It up. He felt she, Feather, feathers and all. She thought, <laughs> yeah. he thought that she was, the character was too violent. It didn't fit with the tone of the serial. Um, so it was, it was agreed originally that she would not continue past this season. Okay. But whenever the new showrunner, I guess they didn't call him showrunners at the time, when the new showrunner was coming in, he liked her character and wanted her to come on. Uh, she's actually wearing contacts this whole time. She's, really? Yeah, well, she can we bl- just talk about that a, a minute? So she's yeah. new to the show. Yeah. She just started on the show. She's just, it's her, her first season, right? We're assuming yeah. this is season 14. And the doctor at the time, Tom Baker, is like, yeah, I think she's too violent. I don't think she's going to last, like, the rest of the season. Yeah. That's got to be pretty comfortable, I think, uh, working or in between takes when you know oh, the yeah, guy no. next to you is trying to get rid of you. The quote I saw was uh, their, quote, frosty relationship. So yeah. apparently that didn't go so well. But the new showrunner did like her, like the character. They decided that she would she would stay on. She didn't want to do it because she didn't want to have to wear contacts because I'm sure 1970s contacts were glass ones, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm assuming, because – I wore contacts. Yeah, in the they 80s would and they just, just switch over. They are so. Yeah, painful. They would just staple it right to your eye. Yeah. Super super glue was a super. They put new eyes in your eyeballs. So, but they decided that they would they would write a way for her to actually not have to wear the contacts anymore. So she actually ends up having blue eyes. Anyway, that said, they they do carry her on through the next season. Yeah, at so least. that's interesting. So I didn't know that there's there's a lot of because tension. She, she is a very unusual scene. companion. Um, not just in that she doesn't have any sort of technological background which is fine but she's she's definitely much more aggressive than other uh, have been which is kind of cool though cuz she's she's a woman who is kicking some butt this whole time she saves the literally saves the doctor's life on several occasions which is yeah. pretty awesome anyway no, I liked her and, and and so 
She's charming. Well, I guess too. we'll I find she's, out. She's, but she's does cool. she she last more than the season? Yeah, she she does. She, she, isn't, does. She, she she goes beyond. Invisible Enemy is one I know that I bought and I still haven't watched, and I heard it's terrible, and that's one of hers as well. So maybe we'll we'll see how it how it plays out. Boy, that sounds fun. Uh, and we will talk offhand or offline about uh, Robots of Death because that's a great episode. Yeah, so let's uh, let's talk about talking about it. On can we keep talking about not the one we're reviewing? Yep. Uh, yep. So anyway, yeah. So so go on. So we have we haven't even touched on uh, Chang really, and that whole thing, and the whole the fact that you have to actually sit. I, I mentioned this is a great episode and it's fast, but it probably could have been a five parter because I think in part four you pretty much watch a show. Yeah. Like you yeah. Uh, you watch the opening act, and then you watch a lot of magic tricks like before. It's like, all right, I guess we're going to – it's still going on? It's still yeah, going on. Yeah, yeah. There, there uh, wasn't a whole lot going – like, I, I – so my notes for the show, I break it down by episode, and I had one note for that for that episode that Lila – Hey, racist. That's what I had. That was I, my first note. <laughs> it's nice. It's good. Mine for that episode was Lila wore a rosebush to the theater, but that was, yeah. that was it. Um, nothing else happened. They watched the show. Um Right, so we have. Uh... <laughs> I also have this note about it being sort of weird and racist. Uh, was you start off at the beginning, so there's that like kung fu fight, right? Oh man, so they're it was all doing the fight too. Really and, bad fight for whatever reason. And the the cop comes, and the doctor is like, "I was attacked by this little man," and I wrote like, "That guy's an adult. It's like a it's a it's a full man there. He's not a little kid." He this says, is, "We were attacked, boy. Yeah, we were attacked by this little man and four <laughs> other little men." <laughs> And and then the and then yeah. the the to which the 32. cop replies to which the cop replies, um, that that it looked like it was the other way around because the guy was strangled by his pigtail. Yeah, uh, that was very interesting. Right. I did notice that. Really, really. All right. My favorite character too, uh, the unsung hero, was the weird old hag by the water. Oh, like when man. they when they fish the cabbie out, Grandma um, Cockney. Yeah, she was awesome. I don't know what. I wish there was just a lot more of her. Oh, that's in the uh, it's a novelization, and uh, it oh, goes on for chapters of just her. You got the l- weird little pigman puppet, and that that whole just that whole thing where he's when they're doing the show and you first see him, and Chang it looks like he's gonna slice his throat or whatever because he's yeah. like just saying your tricks stink, you know, you're using it, and he just yells help murder. <laughs> that was so great. I just want that as a ringtone. You know what I'm talking about when he's just sitting there's like help help me murder murder yeah. yeah. Yeah, good stuff. So what else we got? We got a lot of moving parts here. Master of Mesmerism. But yeah, we talked about we talked about the whole Sherlock Holmes aspect. You've got the the doctor and the deer stalker and then you kind of had a, a Watson thing with Lightfoot a little bit. I think at one time doesn't he even say like uh he elementary does. my dear Lightfoot or something along yep. those lines. Yeah, there's a lot of allusions to uh Sherlock Holmes throughout this. Yeah, and a lot of allusions to men in rat suits. Not even allusions, full-on giant, full on Like the suits. giant rat, or just shots of rats made to appear like they're huge. Like for a while, I'm like, oh, is that just a close-up of the rat on the floor? Or do they want to make it look like it's, oh, they want to make it look like it's a giant rat, because now he's going over a tiny little miniature yep. wall. So, yeah, so we didn't talk about some of the other main characters. We have we have Chang. Um, yep, Master of Illusion and the, master the of Mesmerist. Illusion. And it turns out he actually is able to do these things he's not just he's not just some stage magician he's able to uh hypnotize people with his yeah, glowing with his white glowing eyes. eyes he's able to that whole levitating woman thing he actually can do that yeah. sort of stuff um he gets all of his powers from his master that he's serving 
who is the titular yes, uh, well, Wen Chiang. Yes, but not truly not Wen truly. Chiang. Yes. His Magnus Greel assuming mm-hmm. the role of a god named Wang Chiang. Yeah. His whole thing is actually very cool, too. Did you see, um, I think it was in the AV Club, or someone reviewed this episode and made a connection that I wasn't aware of, and that was that Magnus Greel, who we're saying assumes the role of Wang Chiang, is mm-hmm. from the 51st century, yep. running from time agents, yes. which is the same time that Captain Jack, Jack Harkness was a time agent, because he's from the 51st century. Well, yeah. same century, so we don't yes. know if... Uh, the two of them are all connected, and if they have been connected in other works. This is one of, if not the first mention of the Time Agents. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is where they set that all up. And right, so in the in the 2005 reboots, uh, Jack Harkness is a member of the, or a former member of uh, the Time Agency, to correct these things. It, yeah, I thought it was really cool. Um, yeah, he's got a great... As soon as they mentioned that, I was like, this is really kind of awesome there's there's so much more going on with he's got such a good backstory like it's not just some weird guy he's the the minister of justice that he's uh called the butcher of brisbane so he's slaughtered a lot of his people he's gone sort of mad and crazy building this his time cabinet then there's all weird things about sort of the future war i think it's the philippines has invaded iceland and that was right at, at the time that i think that he escaped and so the doctor was there with them when that happened it's like it's a during after another ice age. It's like the fifth world war. It's yeah, all this yeah. all this stuff has happened. So there's you know, centuries and centuries later. Now, how, um, now talk me through this piece. Yeah, uh, the Peking homunculus homunculus. Uh-huh. Yep, was a robot doll that they put a pig brain into, and then the pig side of the brain took over and almost caused a war. How did Magnus and the pig man? come together personal ads okay uh, that's yeah. what i thought so it was, it was some man kind seeking of, pig okay mm-hmm. <laughs> i was like <laughs> fair enough yep, fair that enough it. that's fine pretty, it's good re- enough for that me. was pretty much right in the story i don't know how you missed <laughs> I, no i don't know so but but the homunculus was designed as a as a toy for the emperor's children is that right yeah some kind of royal family royal uh, family's children and he and, turned right it, it the pig goes psychotic and loves carnage and I hates, lo- hates humanity humanity and and so, he turns, you know, at, by the end of the story, he even turns on on Magnus Greel. Yeah, he turns on everyone. Who is it? Like the fact that he, because he stretched time out and is using this, uh, what's the technology called with a Z? Zeta, Zeta, Zeta something. Wave? It mutilates his Zeta face beam. because his his DNA is crumbling or falling apart, and right, his molecular makeup metab- is dying. Metabu- uh, yeah, molecular metabolism is something like that, is out of yeah. whack. I think is the technical term. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a lot of play here. It, I mean, again, like the Sherlock Holmes thing, it, it's like a mystery. So you have a Jack the Ripper thing going on. These girls right. in, in Victorian England are disappearing, and who's behind There also it. is like a, a haunted house aspect of it as well. Well, yeah, you're more, right. With more, the specifically, more specifically, there's a Phantom of the Opera illusion. The whole yeah. thing is a very yeah. Phantom of the Opera. The guy with a messed up face with a mask living in the basement of the theater. That, that happens, stealing, you know, taking women, whatever. Giant rats. So that's, yeah. Giant rats, just like the Broadway show. Um but there is that whole ghost thing. I had a question though. So there, Casey is this, uh, you know, his Irish uh, that they refer to as a leprechaun because the racism the, 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 it cuts it cuts across cuts the, all, the water. Across yeah. all. So Yego, who who runs the theater, has Casey, who's his right hand man, kind of stage manager guy, manages the theater, uh, who is apparently a pixelated leprechaun. I don't know. Yeah, we both heard I swear that. Where he says pixelated 
yeah. Leprechaun. I I heard that. I wrote that down, and I was like, you know what? I should back up and put the closed captioning on. And then I was like, I'm not, I'm not that committed. And I just I did watching. back up and re-listen to it, but I didn't turn the closed captioning yeah. on. Um, so he's Casey's afraid to go into the basement because uh, he's he's a ghost down there. Yes. They go down. They and it uh, the doctor and and Diego. He says that you know it's a hologram. These laser projections. Why? Why is it there? Just to scare people. Is that the same so reason I think that there's rats? Thing? Yeah. Well, no, the rats were guards. Like that actually served a purpose. Like they were like giant lion strength guard dog. Right. And rats. I think I but think the just a, I think that was just to scare people in the place from getting to the tunnel that led to the sewer. It's it, like overkill when you have yeah. giant rats that will rip your flesh limb from limb that you don't really need the scary boo. Well, yeah, yeah. I'm, I don't. I think there was multiple rivers on right, so the, the Thames yes. and the the other river, which I don't remember, coming under, and they all converge in one spot. And mm-hmm. I think the rats were guarding the riverway, but I don't think there were any rats between the theater and the his place, which is why they had the ghost. So think, okay. you know what I mean? Great. Think of yep. those multiple entrances to this place. Sure. Rats got the one side, and uh, Scooby Doo ghosts had the other. <laughs> okay, great. Now so I feel sol- better about that. Solved mystery, solved. Um, so All who, right. Who, who else do we have? We have. Um, we talked about Lightfoot, who's the pathologist. So this is another episode. I mean, this is just the theme of the Doctor. He just goes in places, and with his just sheer force of will and confidence, people are just like, "What are you doing here?" Oh, okay. So he comes in there and, and uh, assists Lightfoot in this. Um, uh, yeah. So they, they get at the body yes. uh, of the first guy that they, that they found. There's two, right? So killed. so um, as we mentioned, with uh, the Chinese guy uh, is not speaking. You know, the Doctor tries to talk to him in Chinese. Then Chang comes, gives him the old suicide pellet. He kills himself, and then they take that body along with the what was the guy, the cabbie, that they fish out of the water, and they take them to Doctor Lightfoot, and the doctor is now pretty much in charge of the investigation. Right, he just jumps in. Like, there's a, there's a point like that wasn't so weird. Fine, the Doctor Lightfoot's like, okay, this guy knows what he's doing, so he's he's right. I'll, I'll work with him. But there was the before that when they're they're hauled into the police. Uh, station. Mm-hmm. They're talking about these these dead bodies, and the cops just let them go. Just, <laughs> just you're uh, definitely connected to at least one murder. Right. Then it happens again. There's other murders, but you know, just show up whenever. You just come and go. Very, anyway, very nice. Police, fine. Very fine. Nice police force. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So the, he starts this investigation, and then it becomes sort of you know a detective esque. What show. I love is is Diego's, um assumptions that he makes about the doctor that he's he's uh associated scotland, with scotland yard, yard yeah. that his opinion is that he solves most of the crimes which <laughs> right. is what scotland Yard take the uh, credit for it it's it's really awesome all those backstories and he's completely certain about it too yeah Just, and he also i think says like a lot of negative things about the police in the beginning like that they're horrible people and by the end he talks about how great the police are and that they're wonderful when he sees the uh the TARDIS and assumes that Scotland Yard had given it to him. Right. And it's completely not phased by the fact that it disappears. Nope. Just, nope. 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 Well, a lot of that stuff happens, too, like where they start to explain who Magnus is to Lightfoot. And he's like, well, that seems kind of odd, but all right. Yeah. Come. Yeah. Yeah. You guys are well, from the, the future. Similar thing with the, the doctor explaining to Lightfoot and Leela about how the time cabinet works and the uh, the key that's needed. And Lightfoot turns to Leela, are you getting a word of this? Not a word. Yeah. Doesn't understand it. And he's just, it's one of those moments. She says another thing, too. The doctor says to Leela, do you know what this is? And she thinks about it for a second. She's like, you're just asking me so you can tell me. 
Right. And he's like, yeah, he just continues <laughs> on, which is the same the Doctor's always been. And, and right. it's it's a really – I love that moment. That was really yeah, cool. Yeah, it it's very, very cool story. I mean, uh, again, like uh, like we had mentioned, one part I didn't quite follow. Um, mm-hmm. And maybe I was just tired when I was watching because I ended up being busy and the DVD didn't come and I had to watch all of these in like three days. Um, but how did the Doctor and Leela get to the opium den? Okay. What was the clue there's that an, led them there? First of all, there's an opium den with the Chinese guy. I mean, yeah, it's just right. so racism on top of racism on top. Uh, no, how but they didn't they even go. There? They didn't even go there expecting to find him because at that point, no, I think we, Leela just wanted opium. I'm not. Yeah, I don't. Trying to remember. I feel like there was a clue that led them there. Like they saw something and were like, "We got to go there." And then Lightfoot was like, "Hey, that's a bad part of town." And it wasn't the secret base or the secret hideout. Oh no, of the it dragon. was. It was the. Um, there must have been. That was, some it was the laundry. It was the laundry people, the company that does that okay. managed the laundry because they You're were the right. ones that snuck in. They Mr. saw the Sin. tag or something on it, right? right? Or, so okay. he knew it was that laundry, which is apparently housed in an opium. Yeah, yeah. it doesn't explain exactly how they got there. Maybe these guys were just. Maybe they called an opium, but he was just bringing his own personal opium stash oh. to the laundry place and, and right. hanging out. Who, right. having just had his leg eaten off by a eaten giant off. rat. Um, so that that was something. So yeah, as six part story as as it goes, I mean, we, it moves pretty quickly, with the yeah. exception, I think, of the whole episode where you pretty much watch the whole show. That right. was the only part where I felt like, eh, come on, this probably could have been five five right, uh, episodes. Right. Why did a uh, so Mister Sin at, in the in the sixth episode, Mister Sin um, goes up into the into old the pig face. old pig face goes up into the uh, golden Hell, dragon murder. Yeah, and he's he's shooting laser beams out of the, the the dragon's eyes as one does, and oinking. This is when he actually starts right. in the sixth well, episode. Once when the he actually yeah. once, once the audience that he is, knows that he's pig related, he is instantly now he pig. Oink, yeah. he's like, I've been holding this oink in for five episodes now. Thank God I can oink. And he just he just oinks like oh. with reckless abandon. Um, so he's doing that. But there, what's also weird is. So it looks like he's a ventriloquist dummy. He's being carried around like a ventriloquist yes. dummy in the beginning because that's part of the act. It's like, oh, this is amazing. And Diego's like, well, I really thought it was someone dressed up because it's so realistic. But it turns out it's really just a ventriloquist dummy. So um, creepy. Chang, too. Oh, it's great. Yeah. And Chang's carrying him around. Like the first time you see Mr. Sin move on his own, he's like, oh, this is going to be creepy. Right. This is really. He's always good. got a knife and he's in. Oh, it's great. But so then it's revealed that he's. Now we're no longer connected with this show anymore, and we as the audience know that it is a, an autonomous – we don't know exactly what it is yet at this point. We know that this autonomous little murder machine, but he still carries him around. He still ends up carrying – Well, he's too like, slow can, on his own. Is that what it is? got to carry he's him around like, or put him in a little throw basket. throw him in a backpack. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like put him in a little basket, leave him in the house of someone they want to kill. Yeah. I mean, yeah. He's, yeah. Anyway, it just seems so so odd, but – all right, yeah. I guess that's it. He was just really, well, really slow. Wait, which part of the of the tiny rat, pig brained rat, uh, little? I can't think of the words I'm trying to use. Forget it. Good cut this part. Out. The, Jesus the, Christ! The, 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 the pig brain, pig, uh, pig brain homunculus. Yeah, uh, yeah. But I don't, the weird then, part. Then is he ends that, up doing yeah. the j- jumping out of the dragon and onto Leela. And the doctor that does the whole oh, like, let's throttles t- him around, and it's like clearly yeah. not be- real. And just let's talk about that uh, part great. too. Sure. Right before that, so we see uh, Wang Chiang or um, what's his real name? Uh, Keeper uh, Sutherland. Real Greel. Greel. Such a. So Greel 
all of a sudden realizes that uh, Sin is turning on him. Yeah. Did they not do the effects? Because he was getting shot, but there was no laser or anything. Like there I were a couple there of times. Was, there wasn't yeah, there any. There were a couple of times when, like, when the doctor gets shot by the lasers, you see the lasers, you see him get shot, and he goes down. But then when uh, Pigface starts shooting, like the 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 henchmen that come in, there's yeah. no effect. When he's shooting at Greel, there's no effect. But yeah, when it he seems like the table it explodes. Right, right. It's, yeah, it felt it like they they miss. left it out or, or something because Greel's just like, "Oh, you monster!" I'm like, "I'm not actually looking at anything." Yeah, You're just you know. So that was a little strange. But yeah, and then you, to your point, like he jumps on his shoulders. <laughs> it's just this ridiculous. Or he jumps on Leela's shoulders, right? And the doctor pulls him off, and it's just, just a ragdoll. And then the doctor straight up murders Greel. And this one, he throws him in that machine, and he just disintegrates because it, it yeah. short circuits or whatever. Yeah. Um, but he's a butcher. He's the butcher of Brisbane. Butcher. I mean, if you're going to kill somebody. But he's got this, he's got a time cabinet. That so he's the first human to ever time travel, which is kind of cool. Yeah. But, At yeah, first, so got, I thought they were referring to the TARDIS. I was like, "Oh, is he going after the TARDIS when he's talking thing. about the time cabinet?" Another thing that I read that originally in the in the first drafts of this, um, that was going to be the Master. Oh, so, so okay. some of these things carry through. He even says the Grill even says something about you know taking the energy from the women uh, to help with his regeneration. So he, he does, does say, say that. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He says regeneration. He's got a time cabinet. There's That's these things. interesting. So it was going to be the grandfather clock. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. I mean, it could yeah. have been. Absolutely. From, uh, but they yeah. didn't want to so quickly after um, Deadly, Assassin. Deadly Assassin to do another reveal of the right. guy being the, the master. So they kind of changed that. But, yeah, so you can still see, like, little bits of that still in there. It's kind of interesting. That is interesting. But I, I love the connection with, you know, what later becomes, like, the time agency is, is pretty awesome. Um, and who what is else the Muffin Man? Who is the Muffin Man at oh the end gosh. that they're going to see? So great. Uh, now, yeah, I mean, I think we pretty much, we were all over the place. I think we covered everything. Just the but fact again, that so was this. they put a pig a pig man or pig-brained robot in a basket uh-huh. into someone's yep. house, and then he comes out with a knife is awesome. <laughs> like, I would... That could that be every could, single yeah, cereal. Every sing- show should end with like, "Uh-oh, I got the basket," and then the pig, <laughs> pig brain guy comes out and stabs you in the legs and yells, yep. "Murder!" <laughs> you know, he's adorable. He's, I can't yeah, stay mad at him, cutie. even if he was just stabbing me. I'd be like, "Oh my god, you're oh, little, you, you little that's pig what he does. man!" Aww. Oh, that's what buddy, cute little pig man. Um, what else? Do you have anything else on this racist no. episode? Of, uh, <laughs> of, uh, I just hope that the racism continues on from here. This was the starting point. And it just goes to 11. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. No, it was, it was great. We didn't really say a whole lot about Grill. I, I just want to say that the guy, the actor that does this really goes full bananas in it, which is kind of awesome. Like, he... He's obviously a crazy killer in the future. Like he's called the butcher of Brisbane. He's he's obviously a horribly demented madman, but he just gets more and more insane as this episode goes on to the point of like cackling laughter at the end. Yeah. It was it was great. It now, was really he, cool. He was somebody too. He did the voice, I think, of Morbius. Oh, yeah. Same voice actor. I think it was oh, okay. Morbius. Cool. Um yeah. yeah. I'm gonna say Morbius and commit to it, and then if it turns out I'm wrong, then whatever. Everybody write in and tell him he's wrong. Yeah, but it was like, um, again, it was like there was when you think about it, there's so many different like the, we didn't even mention the cult of the uh, black scorpion like that. They all have their tattoos and like there's this right. whole other and the scorpion thing poison thing going yeah. on that you know really is there's just so many details, but it, yet it works. We also didn't talk about the Cockney hooker. That no, they they. Bring Why it. isn't it she called awesome. the Fangs of Wang Chiang? Because it's all about uh, 
scorp or um rats no i guess they are scorpions so it should have been called the talons of wang chang i guess right what are scorpion <laughs> right? hands Why, called? What is it called? i'm thinking like uh, they're like hawk talons are those yeah. called talons on scorpions no claws, claws right i would call them claws deadly tail the deadly the tails tail? oh the, the tails tail? but spelled oh the tail of wang chang <laughs> right? that's guys we need to, we need to rewrite right, this yeah um but anyway really good point that was solid I'm just so stupid today. <laughs> Such a dummy. Uh, oh, man. So I think overall, we, we hit it. We're at 57 freaking minutes great on episode. One, although most of it, I think we're talking about season nine. That's fine. Folks, why don't you tell us what you thought about this yeah, episode? What did you think of it? I'm just flipping through my notes as we're talking. No, I, I, I pretty much had everything I needed to. Oh, I wanted to mention something about Chang and the nope. voice that he's do- doing. Doesn't it sound like the... Why don't you come up and see me sometime? Like he almost he's is doing going. A, he's doing a, a, a broken <laughs> English May West. Yes, <laughs> there's right. a little May West in there. He's like, yeah, Doctor, why don't you come up and see me sometime? All I could see is uh, Mickey Rooney in Breakfast at Tiffany's. Yeah, there's, that. A, there's I mean, an uncomfortable. It is uh, just as bad as that. It is really just as bad. And that happened, you know, a decade before. Oh my god! Who gosh, is the so actor cool. that played Chang? Um, oh, he seems very familiar. Uh, was he? From I don't know that we've actually else? seen it. He's he's been in a bu- his IMDb page is huge. He okay. was in, and I had to look him up to see um, John he, he Bennett, in, right? Is yeah. His name? There's there's not a whole lot of uh, photos. His IMDb page doesn't even have his photo in it. Um, but he, he has not in, been on Doctor Who before. I that I don't actually recall. Him, at, he he seemed like he, maybe he, I had seen him before in in, in Jago. Well, how could you I tell didn't, I didn't behind see all of that makeup? Jago. How how could you even tell? I know. <laughs> Ooh, oh, pretty rough. Oh, so he was um, appeared in two Doctor Who serials: General Finch in the Invasion of the Dinosaurs and Li Hsien Chang in Talons of Wang Chiang. Oh, he was in the House That Drip Blood. There you go. That's a. Uh, a movie it's like an anthology movie i think i mentioned it here before because john pertwee was in it oh uh, so anyway and he was also in the fifth element but it was a minor character i don't know why they even mentioned that anyway because it meant a lot to him don't take that oh, away good. from him right. so we got Fair the muffin point. man we got a very good uh <laughs> a very good episode. watch the muffin man he makes a reappearance yes. later on so i think, okay. I think we're we both like we just want to say that we find this episode to be racist yep but we love it. Delightfully <laughs> racist. Tell us what you think about racism by going to uh, the old Doctor Who Show dot com. Oh uh, man! But um, uh, seriously, uh, I think we, we covered the episode. But uh, thank you uh, for the uh, the listener who wrote in. Uh, oh yeah, wrote Tim. Into... Thank you, Tim. That was awesome. Um, Tim, since you took the time to write us uh, a nice email, um, I hope you also took the time to uh, review us on iTunes. Because oh my god, I thought you were gonna give Tim something. I was like, what, oh, is, gonna... what is Dan giving away? Like, <laughs> gonna, because you took the time, this... we're gonna give you more you're work to do. So, <laughs> um, so, so, go, so go on, yeah. So be like please. Tim and review or the Tim you haven't reviewed. So come on, Tim, just an email. Tim, get off, get <laughs> off your butt, Tim. You're, you're doing a great job. Don't let us down. Yeah. Uh, you can review us on iTunes. That is really helpful, and it just makes us super, super happy. And that's really all that matters in your life. And since our last show we have gotten enough reviews that we actually have a review now so we have enough for them to say we're a five-star podcast yes five we, finally stars! Did. we only have five ratings so that's the thing like you can i didn't think 
I thought you had to write something to review on iTunes. That, but you don't. That because... weighs it have it weighs it more heavily though in oh, your it does. search results. Yeah, it is better to. At the very least, you can go go and click the number of stars that you think this episode that this podcast is worth. But even better than that is to just write a sentence or two and tell okay. people why you like it. Or, or if you don't like the show, um, you can also do that. Yeah, if you don't like the show, you can write uh, something and then just include a way that we can uh, hunt you. Yeah. Leave your address. <laughs> we're give the, uh, the tell the us old, where you're going to be you're next. You're going to get like an old picnic basket with a pig brain man in it. <laughs> just popping out, but it's not so much a pig brain man. It's just me in a diaper. <laughs> <laughs> I'm living here now, guy. Like, that's it. Like, I don't kill you. I just live in your house in my, my man diaper. <laughs> Why is it <laughs> like you just... You just hard cut, and his friends are just sitting on the couch. Like, who is that guy? Like, why is that? I gave a bad review on a podcast. Ignore him. Just, just ignore him. Good stuff, guys. So All right. So that. yeah. So uh, the old Doctor Who Show dot com. Go to the schedule. You can see what we have coming up. The old Doctor Who Show at gmail dot com. I'm Eric Grissom dot com. <laughs> are you? <laughs> I am a uh, computer program website. That's where you will go to find all of my stuff. And Dan, tell us where they can go to find you. You can find me. Uh, you can tweet at me at DanJNJ. Um, I'm also djohnson.squarespace.com is my website. Uh, yeah, that's yeah, it. That's us. But I really just want you to go to, to iTunes. If you want to talk to me, go to iTunes. Leave oh, a five-star review rain. for me. Yeah, that's and we will read your review. on. We I- will even make up a voice for you. Yes. We'll do it in character. And we will also read your email. And you can ask us any question. This is a, oh, yeah. this is the old Doctor Who show promise. No matter what the question is, even if it's not Doctor Who related, we will have to answer it by law. It's a thing that we signed in blood. Yep. I wasn't sure what we were doing at the time. I was. It was kind of weird. I was just yeah. I was just full committing to to that whole. We thing. We have so many lawyers just putting papers in front time of us. Time for day a bloodletting. Yep. All right. Okay, guys. We will see you here again in three weeks when we are listening to our reviewing. Uh, which which episode yep, are we doing? Let's go check the schedule. We are we doing, are doing uh, Horror of Fang Rock. We yes, already said that. Horror of Fang Horror Rock. Fang Rock. And hopefully we will have some information about new streaming services. Um, okay. So that's it. So let's uh, say goodnight. I love all of you. Wow, this is the longest episode we've ever done. Let's just keep talking about how long this episode is. I just want to keep dragging it down. Dragging it out. All right. All right. Vote Trump. (laughs) 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 Oh, man. Feel the burn. All right, man. I'll see you. Bye. Bye. All right, I'm stopping that. I'm not. I'm